Hey, music lovers, the Cannamom Show podcast in collaboration with Lambkin Guitars is giving away a custom-built, one-of-a-kind electric guitar built by Josh Lampkin. The solid one-piece hemp wood body includes a built-in glass bowl piece. Yeah, you heard me right. You can take a hit and then play a lick. Now's your chance to help the Cannamom Show crush cannabis stigma with your entry. Register for the Hemp Guitar Giveaway online at lampkinguitars.com. That's L-A-M-K-I-N guitars.com. The drawing will be part of a 420 celebration at the Goods Dispensary in Somerville, Massachusetts, where the guitar is on display for the month of April. But don't worry, you don't have to live in Mass or be present to win. Visit LampkinGuitars.com to scope out the Hemp Guitar giveaway details and entry form. You'll even find a video of what could be your guitar in action. L-A-M-K-I-N-Guitars.com What up? It's me, Tom, CannabisIndustryLawyer.com, and uh, we have a wonderful federal cannabis legalization news program for you starting real quick. But of course, as you know, since you're here, this is about policy and an industry that requires you to be 21 plus. So you've been warned. What up, Miggy? Chilling noise in the house, dude. Chilling noise in the house. Now, this is a shout out to Chris from Cannabev. It's not showing up. Oh, there, it's a little bit better. But yeah, Cannabev, check out his uh, YouTube channel and Instagram. And who else we got going? Luke Hughes, Kathy Carpenter. Hey, thanks for joining us, everybody. Thanks for joining us. Yeah, it's another Wednesday. That's how you can tell it's an episode of Cannabis Legalization News. Uh, We have some federal cannabis legalization news on the agenda today. Seven stories. Yeah, first one is hundreds of medical marijuana vape products not approved for inhalation recall from Pennsylvania dispensaries. Yep. So, did you go through this one already? Did you look at no, it? No, this is the first one. Let's let's talk about how who has hundreds. Who's removed them? The Pennsylvania uh, Department of Health has yeah. removed more than five hundred vaporized products that are not approved by the United States Food and Drug Administration. Oh, so it's an FDA conflict. Um, there maybe, maybe I don't know. Isn't it always going to be an FDA conflict, though? Technically, because cannabis states trying to apply a standard that does not exist. It says, but this is out of uh, February fifth, uh, being reported out of Penn Lose Live. So it's not like it's a, a bull a BS story. Yeah, and it's also the Department of Health released a list of more than five hundred vaporized marijuana products with some added ingredients not approved by the United States Food and Drug Administration. And we actually have a list of those products. And so right now there's some salty companies and we're going to go over one of them. AES Compassionate Care LLC. Youch, that has to hurt. Your select fresh kit sherbet was so awesome until it was not approved by the FDA withdrawal products containing ad- uh, additives. Let's see who else is in there. Not feeling too good right now. Insa LLC, the Mimosa vape cartridge. So there's a Mimosa vape cartridge that is in medical cannabis product in Pennsylvania, it appears. Uh, sad face to the Mimosa vapes. Yeah, but sad face to the, I mean, the stores, the people. I mean, again, I'd rather have a list of the actual, what is this FDA conflict? What are these 500 or whatever uh, unlisted uh, approved FDA things, right? Because how can you have FDA approved cannabis? Well, they said the Department of Health asked all medical marijuana growers and processors to submit information on November 16th of uh, last year, 2021, regarding a vaporized products containing added ingredients such as externally sourced flavorings or terpenes. So maybe if you did a carbon uh, subcritical extraction to do a pass for the terpenes first and then uh, did your rest of your extraction at supercritical and it added back in your own cannabis's terpenes, maybe then you would have been all right. But... Additive oh, here, I, I think the conflict though here is like so terpenes can be you know one natural and also uh, not right like like lab created from like marinol. You know, marinol doesn't come from cannabis. Marinol is not a terpene. Marinol is just straight up. Uh, that is a synthetic cannabinoid. Right. I'm saying like this is like something that's synthetic. So you have synthetic terpenes. So 
Well, uh, the terpenes might be bo uh, botanical sourced, and then they they do some type of process to get the terpenes out, like you know vapor distillation or something like that. But then, like the terpene might have actually come from the vanilla plant as opposed to the cannabis plant. Uh, not that I really have any cannabis that springs to mind that reminds me of the smell of vanilla. If you guys have a cannabis plant that reminds you of the smell of vanilla, take a picture of it and also send us some nug shots. Dropping those likes and subscribes as well. But the nug shots, that, that can go to binary 420binary at gmail.com. Or you can follow me on Instagram at cannabisindustrylawyer.com and send us some nug shots because we can use them then on Name That Strain. We have a Name That Strain today. Spoiler alert. It's from the High Times Magazine this month. Also at that email, send me your memes. I'm tired. My brain hurts. Yeah. I can't think of any Send shit. the bank meme to Miggy, Miggy, uh, Miggy directly, and then he will share them on our Facebook page, Free THC. That's facebook.com backslash free THC. So I'm really just curious, though. What is this list of the, 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 uh, the, the contradiction uh, ingredients? You know, if it was naturally uh, extracted, I really don't have an issue with this. But if it were, you know, I, I'm sad that this happened. But if they were synthetic, I'm more prone to be like, okay, thank you for saving the patients, you know, or helping protect the patients. Because cannabis really absorbs a lot. I, mm -hmm. I uh, you know, in the early days of the activism, you know, I just wanted not to go to jail, you know, and I understood it was medicine to help people. But then I just learned that other people are way sicker than others and are more sensitive to this plant. You know, like there's metals that can be in it. Uh, the pesticides that are used, you know, you are what you eat. It's really a thing. It comes down to you are what you smoke here. Yeah, and you can control that, and but then it seemed like it was a lot of the infused products that they were uh, uh, taking down on the off the shelves. But I didn't know that they had such a wide availability of flavored vape products in uh, Pennsylvania. I guess I should have known better. Let's move on to the news. What else do yeah. we have going on? Oh, here's some more federal news. Uh, this one is pretty interesting, and uh, I want to report that the that is our our show notes. <laughs> Here we go. <laughs> this one? Yeah. Go Federal power uh, utility threatens to shut down the lights of a marijuana business after Mississippi legalizes medical cannabis. And this is a, a, from a, a, a company uh, based out of Tennessee. Uh, Their fear. So the Tennessee Valley Authority released a statement about its federal obligations while cannabis remains illegal under the uh, Controlled Substance Act. I mean, don't you think this could be a pivotal uh, lawsuit or decision, whatever comes out of here? Uh, it very well might, but that's Tennessee Valley Authority releasing a statement about its federal obligations. Oh my gosh, it's federal obligations. It can't power cannabis in Mississippi from the TVA. Well, this is another one of those bullshit things about prohibition, right? Like the, the nobody in the Fed was worried about this. Nobody cared. No one would have thought about this, and uh, except for somebody in TV is like, "How can we stop this plant? How can we stop prohibition? How can we stop all the?" Uh, you know, the minorities from getting uh, uh, an equal uh, grip because this right. seed will do that. It will provide everybody an equal start. Right. <laughs> but this is exactly the same type of thing that has led to a lot of previous uh, types of lawsuits and, and kicking outs. For example, you can't file for bankruptcy because now you're as a cannabis company, as a tier one plant touching cannabis company that is trying to derive bankruptcy relief from the federal the trafficking of marijuana. You're not allowed to do that. And so now they're trying to enable the trafficking of marijuana. And again, I use the term marijuana as a clinical defined term under the Controlled Substances Act, not as a pejorative that it actually is. Uh, so. Um, that is one of the things that has, you know, it just it. But they they're right, and so they're like, all right, well, the federal government's going to be like, all right, well, do we want to use our own power to break our own laws? Well, it's the thing though. This could also be important in the sense of like, you know, job one hundred and one out there, like to all the young guys trying to get through life. Like, you know, you're gonna have p tests and whatnot, and then as you get higher up in the food chain and make more money, you do less. It's so weird how. The higher ups are less checked than the lowers, right? We have to check the minions, even though because drug testing doesn't prove or prevent anything. You know, I just catch you after the fact, if that, if anything. Right. But, I catch a metabolite that is very easy to detect. Yeah. And then that's the thing about contracts with the government. If you do a DOD contract right away, you know, you're going to be up to the rules of the government. You know, there was a saying in the Navy when the military, you say you fight for freedom, but you have none. You know, this is part of like structure. <laughs> this is why, you know, and, and if, Somehow this decision, they, they say, look, you're allowed to, you know, I think it's unfortunate they brought this up, but it's also it could be expediting some 
the government to, to make a stance, right? To say, yes, um, maybe we should deschedule and, and reconsider this law. That'd be right. nice. They should deschedule <laughs> so that they don't have to have these types of statements. And they have, yeah, it's, uh, let's go to the, the type of statement that the TVA actually released. They put out statements last week saying it cannot use any federal resources for the cultivation and distribution of marijuana, including for legal medical use in some states. The statement was very te technical. Um, well, here's another thing, too. Uh, Mississippi, right? Where's all the legal cannabis coming from before that? The federal legal cannabis. Well, all the illicit grows. I mean, they're all breaking the law when they're using that power to grow uh, legacy market stuff. No, I mean, the uh, the university. That's been supplying the 15 federal patients. That's well, where cannabis is coming from. But then that's that's different. That's because they are expressly authorized to have that type of allocation in the budget. And so that doesn't break those types of laws. Mm, that's so such a bad. I mean, it could be a good. This could be a, a really big deal, I think, you know, uh, when it comes to like legal standing. Um, it'd be interesting to see. Yeah, and unfortunately, Mississippi still plagued by prohibitionists. You know, it's still an area of uh, extreme racism. You know, I, I see a lot of snowflakes that get all, uh, what do you call it, triggered when I talk about it, but it's a real thing, right? Like the little girl that had to get walked into school uh, with federal agents is still alive today. You know, <laughs> we're celebrating Black History Month and I'm watching, you know, I wish I knew more about history when I was younger than I'd be more mad. I mean, I was already mad as a young man, but then you learn about the, 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 the names that have been erased and the stories that have been reconfigured. You're like, this is, we've been so fucked. You know, this whole, Rethinking, uh, uh, like what is CRT? CRT is my history. That's all it is. CRT, that whole bullshit critical race theory bullshit. Oh my goodness! Yeah. Oh yeah, let's uh, let's avoid and uh, avoiding that topic news. Well, just, let's move on to something else. Um, well, hey, flower still king. What's that? Uh, the newest story. Uh, this probably be like a. Well, let's let's story. use uh, utilize a bumper in here there you because. Go. Uh, this, this one, I don't think this is our trending one of the week, but uh, this one is definitely uh, this. Flower's still king. I would have been no shirt Sherlock, but... Oh. No shirt Sherlock <laughs> news. And, uh, and ironically, usage of bumper of shit that we weren't expecting news. Uh, Flower still remains king in the United States marijuana market, though supremacy is waning. It... I don't think this will ever, you know, every year it's the same goddamn headline, you know, flower is always going to win, right? Because what does all of your favorite things come from? <laughs> They're all flower. Flower is about 50% of the market when it ever, uh, whenever you like look at data from, you know, the guys that publish data, you're like, oh, that's interesting. Actually, it says flower and pre-rolls are 49% of the market, according to this new frontier data from 2021 on uh, the evolution of the cannabis consumer. So it was only 49%, but yeah, it's about 50% of the market. Yeah. I mean, it, it, flowers are everybody's first experience. I think the only thing that's going to be a competitive, well, edibles, you know, because people just want to learn how to ingest. It's still medicine that they're using it as. Not everybody's taking it as this like Friday night good time. You know, it's something right. people use to get through their day. Yeah. Period. Use it to get through their days. It actually really helps as you get older. I tell you what, I, I, it really does help. It does, man. You know, it, all, all the things I've been doing, it went from uh, trying not to be in jail to just trying to stay healthy. <laughs> yeah. Well, I don't know. I don't, I don't that. believe this. Headset data said shows the price per gram of flour tumbled for, uh, throughout 2021, dropping 14% from $6.78 in January to $5.82 in December in six adult-use markets as the firm tracks. Uh, that is so substantially cheap. That cannot even be Illinois numbers. I mean, you're still paying at oh. a retail price of like 20 bucks a gram pre-tax in Illinois. I imagine if you average all the states though, right? You got to look at Oregon as the, 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 the baseline essentially to like how cannabis can be, you know, like it's so greed and all the other BS. I mean, there's still that in Oregon, but it's the way the market's construed and the way everything's being done out there. It still gives a lot of people a chance. You know, there's no new new players, but the ones there, you know, have a, you know, here in Washington, again, all these states that have no new players, you know, it's a very cyclic market, you know, once you get your foot in there and branding. Yeah, if you can but, get one of the licenses, that's good. 
but then you have yeah. to be able to get one of those licenses. Those that's where you get into some problems. But there's some more news that goes on in that. Guess what's growing? Pre-roll sales. Go figure. You know, everybody. Yeah. I mean, that makes a lot of sense. Convenience. People buy convenience. Well, I think what we're seeing is the uh, the shaping of the cannabis consumer. You know, some people are like, yeah, prefer uh, pre-rolls. You're going to see another, again, a rise in like probably uh, two cartridges. You know, the same people who are experiencing pre-rolls are going to be experiencing like, okay, I'm tired of pre-rolls. Let's do the vapes. You know, it'll be a very, uh, until the, the culture as a whole, because each state is finding out different things. You know, dabs have been a thing out here in Washington State for like goddamn 10 years. But the fact that it's still like a, a thing that people get excited about. Like I remember this, that high school excitement, how you people feel like, Holy crap, we're doing dabs and, and no one's getting arrested. And, and each state still kind of knocking them down like dominoes. Yeah. I don't you remember know? dabs or vape pens prior to medical cannabis being a thing in Illinois. And I got my card in 17. So about five years ago, were they a thing? Probably maybe in these States, because this is what the data came from. California, Colorado, Michigan, Nevada, Oregon, and Washington State. So those are very developed market. I mean, the, the newest one in there is Nevada, and they have over 730 licenses. So they have a lot more licenses in the state of Illinois and more availability. Colorado, Washington, Michigan, California, Oregon, those are like the real OGs of legal and medical cannabis. Um, yeah, and that the prices cool. there are quite reasonable. Well, as I was saying, like, you know, these are markets that are, are, are mature, are it, like mature. Markets. Yes. And then even though that's a mature market, there was a jump, an increase uh, of 11.5 percent in flower sales. Uh, but the total overall sales numbers increased 18 percent. So what's the growth of the industry, even in established like states where, oh, my gosh, we lift, missed the boat in Oregon or in um, Michigan or in Colorado? Well, uh, com combined, those states sold 18% more marijuana products last year and about 12% more marijuana flour. So, I mean, the price is going down, as they said. Yeah. The price went down from $6.78 a gram to $5.82 a gram, but sales are going up. In those mature markets, you, always, always, you also have mature consumers, people who are more aware of what's going on, you know. And unfortunately, until we get home grow, and that will be the, the the one that you can say, okay, now I think legalization is almost here. But, you know, Washington State, we've gone just now in our fourth year, that uh, damn homegrown bill sat in committee again, like just died again. Yep. Uh, the reason why I know the appropriation committee just met yesterday. And because of the, the legislative process, uh, it won't be seen again, you know, six months. I don't know when the appropriation that committee meets again. Hey, thanks, Digital. Uh, the federal government scheduled to run out of money in about two weeks. So we should see something besides the CR pretty quickly. Uh, I don't know when, you know. Well, and that's the thing, dude, because like, and this is why I'm, I'm, I'm bagging on uh, uh, like the Republicans and shit, like as far as like politics. And I bring up like all the, the wacky new stuff that they be supporting right now. Uh, Chill Noise shared this. Uh, uh, did you see their Instagram the other day? I see their Instagram mostly every day. So did you see this one here with uh, McConnell's opening statements at C-SPAN? No. Let's so get the uh, idiocy and let's let's all watch some so, something really stupid. Let me uh, I gotta remove it because this time I gotta share the audio. Ah uh, um, yes, share I, that audio. I, I defaulted the uh, no audio because you know I like to stay safe. Um, mm -hmm. I wanted to give a <laughs> shout out to the super sticker guy, Digital Revolution. He gave us a yeah. super sticker. Appreciate all that and love and the proceeds and. Mm -hmm. yeah, we'll out we'll get legalization one day. One day. But here we go. And then we won't be muted. Yeah, seriously, though. All right. Let me make sure the volume's up. All right, here we go. This marijuana banking. China has been steadily building up its military and economic might, and the Democrats' answer is to help Americans get high. Drug overdoses on fentanyl just became the leading cause of death for Americans aged 18 to 45 across our entire country. Much of this poison pours into our country from, of course, China. And Democrats plan to combat this. This is all regards to safe banking. Wait, is, is this just one of his pauses? Marijuana That's what that was for a second. <laughs> yeah. This is not a winning strategy for global competition between great powers. So oh, thank God. 
Thank God it's 420 somewhere, everybody. Smoke <laughs> if you got them because yes, Mitch McConnell's sucking uh, the past of the Let's past. past. Thanks for sticking around and joining us. And hopefully you enjoyed that 420 somewhere. Mitch McConnell is a terrible, terrible person. Maybe this year will be the last time that he's in the Senate. I'm not sure if he's up for re-election, but if he is, and you're coming at us from Kentucky where he is, please vote him out. That's our request. Humbly vote him out. It would be wonderful. He was just talking about Chinese competitiveness and cannabis usage and saying that this is the exact same thing that they said, Dick Nixon, uh, against hippies for the Vietnam War. Really? That's how we beat Russia? We get a whole bunch of hippies high Really? And the same argument 50 odd years later being made by a Republican just mentioning that he's not trying to get political here. I'm just mentioning he was a Republican from Kentucky uh, saying stuff that was completely wrong. And then he was tying cannabis to what? Opioid deaths and calling them both drugs. Holy crap. Nothing's changed in 50 years. Wait, nothing's changed in 50 years? I got to go bet on the Bears to win 1985 Super Bowl. (laughs) Nice, dude. That's a perfect uh, stand-up stick, dude. Because I mean, for real though, and, and and I know you say you don't want to get political, but this, this is this is how we got here. Pull up politics, right? And and honestly, I'm at the point where I'm so tired of all the BS that's been happening. Because I'm an independent. I know you're registered as Democrat, whatever. So I can talk. I feel I can talk shit on both sides, right? But like at this moment in time, the the R's have gone full R, right? Like there's this whole like crazy BS that. I don't think we're going to get shit done federally because of this talk, because of McConnell's talk. This was about the Safe Banking Act, right? This is their intro of their distraction, okay? This is what they're going to negotiate off of the uh, – uh, this is their, their way of negotiating, right? They're going to cut marijuana off again because they villainized it. It's not going to – you know, this is just straight BS that these people – there is nothing that they are trying to do for the greater good, right? And that's what, what the politics I like to lean on. It's like, okay, what's going to happen? What's going to benefit the most people? And right now – the R's don't have any policy that I've seen to recognize and say, okay, I identify with you. I, you know, I, I don't make over six figures, you know, it'd be nice. But if I did, even then I would be like, I'm, I'm willing to give back to my community and do things for my fellow man. Whereas, you know, talk like this, it's not going to legalization. I don't think it's going to happen until states, each state has a policy in place, dude, like every state. Uh, legalization is because the industry goes a lot slower than you'd really like it to. That's the problem. Well, I, and so, I want people like, free, man. Well, that, me too. I want people free and I want people to be able to yeah. apply for, get a license and open for business uh, and then make of the good flowers. Uh, but that takes time. And so, you know, but like but for Paul, I know, but politics though, right? Like, see, uh, I can say as an independent, as someone who's like, just wants like America, right? Like I really do want all Americans to, to continue on. And, and, and both sides say that, right? Both sides say, oh, we want America to be thriving. But yet you got this wackadoo. Their, their diversion is the whole China BS. And then China's jerking off Russia. Like, can we not be on the same side about what we need to be doing? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, look, it's Cold War 2.0. It's going to be way better than Cold War 1.0. This time we'll make all the stuff here. Um, I, yeah, I, I just don't I get it. How are we in 2022 if some maniacal crazy dude wants to expand his land? Like this is this is why we're not going to have federal legalization because they're so busy with the like stopping the Cold War coming, you know, or whatever. Yeah, it, it, yeah, it's something else. It's something else. And then again, there's other state cannabis legalization news out of uh, Oklahoma. Oklahoma. Moving on to Oklahoma, there is uh, the Oklahoma governor is not, and this is just from a couple days ago. He's saying voters misunderstood the medical marijuana bill measure they approved Uh oh and so of course they did what does this mean like they misunderstood it and so is this going to be the rollback starting in oklahoma one of the most open markets in the industry there's an address he he, if you go scroll to the middle of the article he gives an address let's listen to it let's go for it all right let's let's hear this fucking bs about how voters didn't understand what they're going for or who they you know what they want The state oh, question quiet. was misleading and it has tied our hands as we regulate the industry. Misleading and tied their hands. That's that same question. 
Oklahoma charges just $2,500 for a commercial license. Even That's it. California. 2500 bucks. 182 times more. As a result, we have seven times the growers in California with just 10% of the people. Yep. Next door in Arkansas, they have eight growers. Volume is too low. People are saying the volume's too low. And so he's talking about how growers are just terrible. Yeah. I, I, and I, the I just, product, where's the product going? He's saying it's not being sold legally. But what he's bitching about right here is Oklahoma's being successful. He's bitching about successful people who are paying taxes, like a whole industry. Special interest groups is what he's blaming it on. Oh, the people love it. And by My the people, God, I mean that's... the uh, Republican legislature of Oklahoma uh, love that. And so is this something that's going to start trying to put the genie back into the bottle in states like Oklahoma that are open? And then what are they going to do? They're going to go straight over to New Mexico, bro. And they're going to start growing there. I'm telling you, vanilla ISIS is coming for you like that. It's crazy. Like I, that, that weird how they just stood and, and cheered like that. Like what a cult. Like who? Where on a doll did it hurt you? Yeah. Like, oh, excuse me. We're gonna have Doctor Von Nostrin come in. And you can show him uh, on the on the doll. Where did it touch you? Yes. Where did like what? Why? Like show why me on the cannabis doll where you? Touched <laughs> there we go. Yes, right. we we need this. We do. We need. We need. Uh, that's. We'll get a doctor to show like where cannabis touched him. Where did? Where did uh where did this touch you, Mitch McConnell? With bullshit like that, I need that as a support plant. Yeah. It's an emotional support plant. <laughs> I heard that. I heard that going around in the meme verse, the emotional support plant of cannabis. Yes, sir. Uh that well, let's, just let's kind of try to unpack it a little bit. He's directing law enforcement, Rutro, he's directing law enforcement to crack down hard on the black market. Adding that drug cartels organize crime, foreign actors have no place in the state of Oklahoma, a.k.a. regulations coming soon for one of the most open states in um, the nation. Foreign actors. First, you're going to see a lot of arrests of brown people. Well, we're going to see. Uh, we're going to see, though, like they're going to probably have new rules and regs coming to Oklahoma. Well, Oklahoma, how do you put that? Because there's like so many growers, there's so many license holders there. They have to have a very verbose, uh, well, you know, trade lobby association established that's already. That's what I was gonna go with. It's like so Oklahoma. I'm how like we got it wrong in Washington because the medical didn't stick together, and I heard about Oklahomans out there, the market, and uh, you know, it's like I said in the early days of Washington. I used to drive around before I go into a market or a dispensary. I drive around looking for extra cars because, you know, there's still fucking bullshit going on through 2011. But mm -hmm. like Oklahoma, they they're not so much like that. They're more like that with out, out of staters as far as like uh, joining the market coming in. But the the politicians, that's where it's at, man. The lobbyists and the, the laws and the, and the coalitions. You know, well, you're also like they wanted the money. Like, what was he talking about? And so then yeah. you can go into that aspect of the story. It's like, you know, while fees in California can enter six figures, depending on revenue licenses are receiving the fee for a retailer making up to five hundred thousand dollars in gross revenue is also twenty five hundred dollars. So it has to depend on how much money the state is taking from the license holders. So what's the amount of taxes that these these sales are generating? Uh, you know, that it, That's it becomes easier to see how much is being grown if you actually track it. But Oklahoma doesn't even really have a standardized track and trace regulatory uh, framework from my understanding. No, they don't. And I think you're right. I think that's what, exactly what they want. They want. So I thought the market was going to be safe for a while because they do pay taxes, right? There are rules established in their medical market to pay taxes like you guys did. But I mean, maybe they want to tax more. Maybe they want to increase it and, and tax like the grower, the store, the shippers, you know, there's a whole level of money there. A whole lot of money. James Christ, you see how he's got that little symbol right there? That means that he's a member. Uh, and so uh, members, we can we can see when they ask questions. I'm not. This sounds like a rhetorical question, to be honest. Uh, it says, at 70% of the people wanting legislation to cannabis, what happened to majority rule? Your vote counts? Question marks. I'm assuming those are rhetorical because no, no, there's no such thing as majority rule. We have an electoral college that decides things. And then, of course, we have the Supreme Court. And then you also have governors that are like, you know what? I don't feel like having this be the law no more. I think our voters were mistaken. And so now they're going to have new regs or something or they'll pass uh, legislative reform to change the industry into what they want. Well, you're lucky that governor didn't want to sue. 
there's that. There's governors who sue against the, the voters. Like, how you got this wrong, you know? Looking at you, South Dakota. Mm-hmm. Looking at you, South Dakota. Uh, yeah, this is one of the reasons why I do not think that cannabis legalization will be here prior to 2024. I, I, I again, exactly why I don't not think federally, not yeah. federally, until they can get their shit together and agree that fair elections happen. And for the most part, you know, we're all Americans, we're all on the same page. The only issue that I see divides people is the abortion issue, and that's where this strategic, weird ass vanilla ISIS is kicking over and figuring out how to like judges and stuff right there's mm-hmm. a whole but politics again this is why we're here pro somebody had it for uh minorities and whatnot to control population that was just a small amount of people in america and they were consumers and later on the hippies and other open-minded people decide hey this plant doesn't fuck you up the way we thought we was and then they're like no i don't like you <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah, it's terrible and it looks like they're rolling it back and so uh fight for your your rights uh, people of Oklahoma and and continue to vote it to be lawful in an open market, you know, please register vote, yeah. stay on top of things. That's, that's how these guys get you right. They beat you down with this bullshit. Like, uh, your vote don't count or the process is convoluted, but you that's know what? Try thing. your vote counts. And then that's the it thing, does. you know, but a lot of people don't care about weed. They just don't. And so it makes it a more trivialized or easily to condone issue and kind of like sweep it aside. And that's another reason why I think that it's not going to be federally legal until at least after 2024, maybe 2026. Maybe we got another four more years, though, um, which is it's going to be rough. But but it's up to people who like uh, South Carolina. Shout out to South Carolina, one of our viewers. Mm -hmm. She's out there in lobby days. I got some pictures of uh, normal pamphlets educating people. This is how we get further than we were you know some it, it is fun and games cannabis is a beautiful and fun plant it is all fun but it's not when it comes to law it's not when it comes to the way things should be in this world where everybody should have an equal footing and stuff and and at the same time at the same time we got stock news where people are freaking breaking it oh my goodness should we get to uh the stock news or should we play some name that strain first what do you think that's cool it's half time do a little name that strain that's 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 a more fun one uh today's is coming at you from high times magazine so let me get a a bumper on there and i can pull up and try to like cover the name of it i'll cover the name of it that's that's it all right uh some name that strain okay uh see here all right See if I can just grab myself and then uh, go there and then put, put that. My bad. I hit that button. All right. Well, you can you can describe the strain then and I'll just put it up. In the, that's it. Oh, there we go. Name that strain. Oh, that's a pretty little strain. All right. Um, it's a little shiny from the gloss in the magazine. Yeah, I'm trying some, to uh, do my best on that. But, you know. Forest Hughes. The, the garden next to it. You know, I, I forgot how sexy High Times was. I really did. They take it's some got really center nice shots. Folks. It's got a center. Folks, but not that one. We're doing this one. <laughs> right. I like the Name music to the background. Just a little bounce chicka wow wow. Yep. We have that going. We turned on the feeding the ducks. And so that's oh, that strain. I'm going to go ahead and Google it so that we can go uh, talk about another news story. Do we have something besides the stock news? Because we just hit a bump. Oh, I got I got a one that we can do uh, uh, on the side, like a different cool. one. Like an extra. I have to... Uh, I didn't go through all the show notes as we because we we're going live in like two minutes. And mm-hmm. so, did you hear about that Texas cop that vape confiscated a vape weed on the cruiser? Nope. Didn't hear about a Texas cop with a vape weed. Jungle Bros showed it, shared it on their uh, thing, and so I found the the YouTube article. This this lawyer right here, uh, you just Google David Sloan, uh, Texas cop vape confiscated Facebook. This motherfucker uh, for years. There's a uh, let's see if I can stop on the right part. But they're right here. So, like, it was a main throughway through Texas, right? Texas is a scary state to cut through. It is. Um, it's always been for me because it's so big and never-ending, and the law is not on your side. Uh, you know, they assume everybody's a smuggler that's cutting through uh, the main highways. You know, But very few got- people are smugglers by and large. I mean, that's kind of the wrong default to adopt. Not when you're looking for uh, uh, you're a, you're a road pirate. Not if you're somebody that's gonna you know take all that funding into your city. Now that's what it's all about, right here. This guy was a a, a main road pirate that the uh, this cop. His name is uh, 
So this 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 uh, lawyer, David Sloan, is the one that discovered this video. But this cop, his name is Chad, of all people. Chad, no, shout out to Chad Westport. We know you're good. Yeah, but uh, uh, it's all the good Chads in the game. But um, yes, hmm. but this Chad Harden, this police officer, this Texas Department was was pirating freaking uh, uh, weed, confiscating shit, and, and 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 you know collecting. This enables prohibition, enables bad policing. And again, just another example of how that does. Yep. What? Freaking annoying, isn't it? Yeah. Well. Let's look at it one more time before we uh, get back into it. Here it is. One more. I'm going to get there. That name, that strain right there. Uh, It looks like it's fairly fresh. You know, not quite. Maybe he hasn't even been picked. I mean, it still has a growing pistolet. So I'd say it's probably it's in late flower. I like pictures of weed in late flower. It's great. In the high times, you know, that's why you buy it because it's got pictures of weed in it. Yes. Well, I am there. Are they, yeah. Is it good now? Is it, are All right. Well, let me yeah. check and see if there's been any um, uh, any guesses on that that strain today. Yeah. Let's I'm see here. The other articles. Uh, people are blaming propaganda. Let's see. Uh, let's see. Humboldt frosting. Somebody's trying. White chocolate tie. Uh, nope. Not white chocolate tie. White diamond. Lamb's breath. Vanilla frosting. Kush cake. Uh, lamb's breath, iceberg lettuce, grape ape, gorilla glue, uh, liberal think tank. That's a that, that would be a terrible thing. <laughs> like, ah, oh, this one is like the most pretentious flavor. Uh, anyway, like, oh, um, I want everybody to be equal, yeah, right, <laughs> right. And so, th- this is a classic strain, and it is cheetah piss. That was a picture of cheetah piss. A trifecta of quality strains from Growing Passion and Cookies Fam. Cheetah Piss crosses Lemonade, Gelato 42, and London Pound Cake 97. While the name is an homage to a famous old school strain, Cat Piss, there isn't much in common when it comes to the highs. As far as the terpene, um, terpene profile, Cheetah Piss is funky just like Cat Piss, reminding consumers of those strains with weird, uncommon qualities. So there you go. It's, uh, it says its dominant one is Caryophylline. Flavor and aroma is pungent, and it has like a picture of garlic. Skunk. Does it smell garlicky? What's that? Does it smell garlicky? You know, it's funny. Sometimes I don't recognize. Like, I don't look at strains when I when I buy them. I'm just walking. I'm like, I want an indica. They knew what I want most of the time. Mm-hmm. Average price. And uh, uh, I had this uh, blackberry blueberry shit the other day. And uh, as I was smelling, I was like, oh, this smells just like berries. And then I look at the name. I'm like, no shit. Yeah, there's some very good flavors of berries and fruit like that that are out there in certain genetics. It's rare to find those genetics um, with the supply constraints that we have in Illinois. And so, like, if I wanted to get some berries, you'd have to ask the person, like, what they have and then look at their parents. Uh, and by that, I mean the, the plant's parents just to see if it would have it. But, yeah, Dag- Daga Doctor, Cheetah Piss, nice. He must have, he must be uh, experienced with the Cheetah Piss. Oh shit! You gotta answer a phone call real quick. Well, you answer a phone call. I'll see what the next story is that we can do. We could do stocks. We could also try to pretend that we are uh, talking to Miggy on the phone. Uh, this is a good one. This is a good one. I'm gonna, but it's not the trending one. That one's over there. The trending one. I'll do stocks, and I'll be right back because we have a stock bumper. Where is it? Where is it? Where did the stock bumper go? Well, now I found it. Cannabis platform Leafly is closing with a merger with a SPAC and going public on the NASDAQ. Uh, SPAC is a specific purpose acquisition company, I think. Uh, And it's one of the methods that they've used to go public. Very often, SPACs just crash mercilessly. Uh, And the best example of this is probably the parent company. It listed at 10 bucks and sold off to a dollar. So uh, we'll have to see how the Leafly um, thing will be. Miggy is joining us again. Miggy, we're just excited to report that Leafly will be joining the NASDAQ as it has gone 
public with a special purpose acquisition company. That's right. There it is. This means SPAC. Murda Major Corp, uh, number one. And that's that's another nice thing that they do is when they have uh, private equity, you usually have what they call portfolio companies and they'll end up having very clever names like Murdia Merger Corp one. Uh, any, this is the Seattle-based Leafly and it is going to trade on the NASDAQ under the timble, ticker symbol LFLY Leafly. Leafly was also the company that we used to uh, re- research our name that strain for Cheetopus. No, congrats to those guys. You know, in the early days of like the internet when um, all these people were trying to get their brands and, and things going, you know, Leafly and Weedmaps both had visions that were quite, uh, you know, corporate, which, you know, was not the way that most people saw things. You know, that again, all these things are just websites, right? Facebook's just a website. YouTube's just a website. And then as technology gets better, we become, it becomes an app, it becomes a thing that, but in the, in the beginning, it was just a website. And, uh, so happy to hear about their success. I don't know people, anybody associated with them. They're always funding a lot of things like Hempfest and and doing things like that. So cool. What else we got going on? Uh, That's a good one. That's a good one. People don't care, and they'd probably just start enforcing things for vapes. Yeah, uh, and so there's that. Anyway, uh, it's going to be going forward. And let's talk about Leafly's valuation. The company said it's going to be valued at roughly $385 million with an equity value of $532 million. The vote was uh, delayed to propose merger on January 14th, delayed until February 1st. And then a pitch for mjbiz.com. Leafly said it's experiencing strong growth in retail accounts, revenue, and profit margins, and introduced a new tool since the merger was announced, including enhanced iPad applications enabling users to place pickup orders. Neat. Uh, Yoto Michiyashi is going to continue as the CEO of Leafly. You know, I like, I like Leafly because they do a lot of scientific stuff too. They've been they invest in. Um, they were going to do that one. Um, so a lot of stuff don't catch on right away, but mm-hmm. concepts do. And they had that like circle talking about how like one day we're going to like not go into stores and get like uh, Blue Dream or, you know, Banana Funk. It's going to be, can I get this terpene profile or, you nah. know, that's, you know, yeah, like I this. don't know about that. You know, like, wow. What did they call I mean, it back in 1969 when the hippies were smoking it? Weed. Like, killer weed. You know, yeah. I mean, I, I always remember Phil Lesh being like, oh, man, we didn't have some killer weed. And I'm like, so is mm. that what you guys called the stuff then? Was that like, you know, the perps of 1968 was just called killer bud or killer weed? You know, well, I think that with that that thing that's being referenced is just good weed, right? Like good cannabis is hard to grow. I mean, cannabis is easy to grow, but good cannabis that uh, it's been cared for, cured, uh, you know, it takes time. You know, it takes knowledge. You know, it's not something you can just go out and be like, all right, I'm going to get the best. Kind Bud's a good one. That's another kind Bud, that goes way back. Uh, but, yeah. you know, it, that's one of the things. They were like um, uh, the one that Black Tuna, you know, the Black Tuna game, the Santa Marta Gold for the Columbia or the Panama Gold, whatever he was bringing in that became the, the basis for the strain that he still shill, well, that he still hustles for True Leaf in Florida with the Silver Tuna Tour. Uh, that one, I think it was Santa Marta Gold was the one that he had and he was bringing mm. in from Columbia, but that's like almost more uh, strain lineage name specific. Yeah. You know, well, and that's the thing too. I mean, how much, you know, how much do you really know about whatever strain a lot of these people get because of the whole prohibition? I know a guy who's an old smuggler who's got a suitcase, bags full of um, uh, some are seeds, some are just pieces of plant, like genetics that he sampled. Like he was a, a person like that. He figured, one day the technology would catch up and it has, you know, he's been reached out to you through the Phylos project. Um, but, you know, I think profiles could be a thing, but that's going to be a thing for the more advanced consumer, right? The more bougie person. For me, I'm just like sativa, indica. And then I, I like, I like to be surprised by each time I open the jar and you get like the whiff and you're like, oh, this could be mm-hmm. a nice little one. Or you're like, uh, well, there's just a wide berth. I mean, this, this purple banana is like really, really fruity and uppy. And so then there's like the slurricane that's like more peppery and like almost just relaxing. And then it depends on where you're at and what you're going for. And so if you want some Hindu cushions for sleep and sedation and pain medic relief, that's great. But 
what I really am going to get is some Willie Nelson seed because uh, that has the, the best terpenaline kind of like punch in the face. And so it's one of my go-to um, daytime cannabises if I had it, you know. No, I, yeah, I, you have a small selection. It's still just a wild west out here. Yeah. Can, oh, that don't work so well. But And then uh, we've got more weed map stories. Do we have more weed? Oh, well, wait a second. That's not uh, a weed map story just yet, but it is. That one is our trending story of the week. So what else do we have before we get to the trending story of the week? We can wrap on that one, you know? Oh, oh okay, like, there's, there's a, a DEA backlash story. That's pretty cool in federal news. Did you see that one at the end there? Yes. DEA is Got facing it. backlash over proposed scheduling of five psychedelic compounds. Oh, acid. Yep. Let's see. So what are these five compounds they're trying to change? Uh, let's see. Four O dipet, five M E A. Okay, I don't know what the, we have to have a chemist come on and explain what these are. Band yeah. of yeah, five tryptamines. I don't know what those are either. I don't know any of this, but this could be just new. Uh, I've heard of different new drugs out there that um, I got. They're I trying to kids. schedule one more psychedelics. There, there, well, there's, you know, I, I, it's weird to me that these guys are still trying to cover because there are designer laws already out there. There mm. already are designer drug laws. So why are we chasing after these different components? Why are we trying to illegalize certain things here? Like, I don't know. Uh, That's one of those. I like the, uh, the absurdity argument that they use in uh, uh, advocating for, for their positions. Uh, who is the person that is the neuroscientist and CEO of the pharma tech company, Takagen? I believe that's who is providing this quote. Another says, another says, who's the another? When you're trying to find quotes like that, it's just the easiest if you could clairvoyantly know who said this. The DEA? Is this the DEA spokesperson from the HHS? You know, they need to worry more about the prescribed drugs. They have to worry about the, you know, new shit coming out. Mm-hmm. I, I, just, I just think these are a waste of time. Like, right. Who, who are you? Well, I just like this quote. I just would like to know who said it. It says, like, you know, these substances should not be scheduled. It was a waste of time and my max tax money to pursue something that it has one documented death nearly 18 years ago. Mind you, the article does not detail why it occurred. Uh, more people have been killed by shaking vending machines. 37, yet there is no movement to ban vending vending machines. You know, there should be. Yeah, you know what? It's one of those things. absurd. Like this regulation is absurd argument. I'm not sure who made that though. A person who identifies themselves as a military veteran. That's probably who it was. Somebody trying to save lives. Well, there is that. Um. Safe banking? Yeah, the safe banking is still there. Uh, Passed, what, six times out of the house? Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Passed six times out of the house. And uh, it's still going to get out of the house. But then it's going to go straight over to the Senate, where we saw Mitch McConnell earlier today, uh, blah, blah, blahing the same blame, false 50 years ago arguments that they used literally 50 years ago. It's going to make you all into... People that can't compete with China, and so now it's China that we need to compete with, instead of, as opposed to Russia, like it was last time. Uh, and oh, then uh, he also yeah. was conflating it with opioids. He was saying like cannabis is to get them high, and then say opioids. Oh, dude, yeah, there's one, Panama Red. That'd be that's that's an old school name, you know. These distractions are so like we're better than this Republicans. Like find new shit. Like the there's that. There's the. Uh, like the audit bullshit. Like how many millions are wasted on Arizona audits and all the other audits? Like you're just wasting so much money and time, but yet you're supposed to be the conservative ones with the adults. Like when I was growing up as a kid, I always thought like these guys were all like just fiscal conservatives and bankers and and, and, and rich well to do. Nah, you're just a bunch of like vanilla ISIS. That's all I see. I just see fucking people want to push their agenda. Oh, cause God, that's all I see. Because God, but mm-hmm. cause God, <laughs> because Jesus and I are tight. You know, yeah, I mean, like, everybody's got their interpretation, but I gotta tell you how to live, right? <laughs> Excuse me, I am a professional at living, I've been doing it literally my whole life, and I'm here to tell you how to also do it. Yeah, I, I just gonna tell you how you're wrong and I'm right, 
And oh, uh, all right, uh, uh, wait, uh, you are also rubber. Yet I am glue. Oh wait, no, I wanted to be rubber in this situation because I don't want things sticking to me. I want to be unstick withable. So uh, glue is very sticky. Oh man, children's rhymes. I'm so glad that we learned those when we we're like three, because then like you're gonna get 30, 40 years down the road and be like, man, nothing changes. What the hell? You know, like, become rappers. You know, because I see homophobia and xenophobia. That's all I see. I don't see fucking real pro- change of problems, man. But answers. Well, but, technology you know, gets better. That's the cool thing. I like that. I can work out true. the metaverse now. But you know, the only time they all get together and people get together is like to for money. So here you go, New York, right here. You know, yep. New York regulators crack down on business gifting. Yeah. Business gifting, which is rampant in New York State, uh, has started to get its crackdown. And so how do you put the genie back in the bottle when you have like Uncle Bud's in uh, downtown New York that have a food truck uh, being a retail dispensary of cannabis? Well, uh, eventually things start changing. But, you know, you you get power, you get power to some entity. Right. So like here in America, it can't be a uh, they just sent letters to them. So imagine that you're just illegally dealing weed and then you get a letter from the regulator going, hey, if you want to keep doing this, you're going to need a license and you're jeopardizing your your chances of getting that license. And so I tell people that they're like, well, how come they're doing it? I'm like, oh, that's easy. They're either completely, uh, uh, you know, embracing any shred of the gray market they can say it's like, well, this is a gray area uh, or they're just going right past it. And they're going like, you mean they're just not enforcing it? All right. I just think it's unfortunate that this could hurt people in the, the present industry. Like, there's no other industry, there's no other thing out there that has people like me that have been like saying, "Hey, let's let's get our, the law right." Right? There's no other thing, you know. And and the people who are presently doing business out there, you know, are in, you know, the farmers, the gardeners, right? The this plant has created entrepreneurship from the beginning, and 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 those are the pioneers for their area because right. they've been the market they've supplied the the plant and 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 these now authorities that are taking over uh it's it's a slap in the face you know this is what happened in california and washington you know oregon i think the reason why the prices are so cheap is because they listen to their there's a there's a some semblance of uh of talking you know oregon just portland just uh, put a bunch of money to minorities for like big businesses. I don't know what like the actual numbers are, but I saw an article, you know, about them, you know, whatever, but uh, well, you know, Canvas does give a chance. Yeah, man. Yeah. But it's, it's the, um, it's the double standard. It's the prejudice. It's really there. And that was our yeah. trending story of the week. It really blew up and was everywhere uh, a couple of days ago. And so let's, let's get to that one. Uh, you know, it's, it's, you know, and it's kind of relevant. To, well, actually, it's it's the competitor to Leafly had a very relevant story. We'll get to that here in just oh, yeah. just a second. Cannabis legalization news: Weed Maps has rejected another Super Bowl TV commercial. According to NBC report and Weed Maps was rejected for a Super Bowl broadcast. Where is the have you seen this video going around? They didn't even have a link to it. Oh, no. that's quite annoying. You didn't see it? Maybe this I will have not. the link to the video. Yeah, the broccoli. Oh, they want, that was the video? That, that so well, this is a, a picture of the video. Trying to find the video has now led us I, to Ad Week. And I so, got the video. It is brilliant. Yeah. I'm an icon. And then that's this is the video that they have released regarding broccoli, uh, which can sometimes, you know, Miggy's even used before to avoid censorship because of this uh, this issue. Um, and I'm tr- I'm having some technical. It's a great video to watch, though. I think, yeah. you know, if you want a good chuckle, a good smile. I mean, it, the, the point made, you know, I just felt like. What was it? A couple months ago, I did broccoli legalization news. They did a whole little, like, I'm not going to say cannabis because right. it's so effing dumb. Right. <laughs> and they can't. The answer was a hard no. They wouldn't even entertain the conversation. According to uh, Weed Maps, the Irvine, California-based company, they had this 94-second advertisement on YouTube on Monday. Does that actually go to the YouTube video? 
Good. I'm actually surprised that this has only been viewed so far, just 9,262 views. Uh, but it's only been since, uh, you know, the 7th of this month. And so it hasn't been going on that long. Uh, uh, but still, Weed Maps is 205,000 subscribers. It's a way bigger channel than ours. Uh, and then it says, Save Brock Ali. And they've even misspelled Broccoli's name brock ali to try to like avoid the censors that we took let me just kind of scroll up like that like we try we talk about trying to avoid the censors all the time here on cannabis legalization news and and that's that's another example of it and why is weed censored it's it's great you know hey come on our show for real though and, and again god forbid you humanize a cannabis consumer you know right. I forbid you you show someone just being normal, right? Because that's the kind of the running pun here is yeah. he'd walk past them and he'd be like, hey, Jerry, going on break. Right. You know, I'm so tired of the stigma. Right. You're right. You know, but then that broccoli thing was trending. And then so they made this to try to get on the Super Bowl. But it's also a splashy thing. And it's an example. And I bet this is going to happen every year yes. until yes. it's legal. Every year until we get one on TV. And, and so, like, I give them huge props and a shout out and, like, much but meanwhile, maps on that. Yeah. But meanwhile, our presidential election debates are brought to you by Anheuser-Busch. Oh, gosh. Oh, gosh. Yes. Um, that. Well, I'm not sure if our presidential debates are brought to you by it, but our evening news is brought to us by the pharmaceutical industry. I mean, like, watch the evening yeah. news. It's just going to be commercials for pharmaceutical drugs that you've never heard of before. Like, you can poop in a bag. I'm Cologuard. Yeah, okay. No, but the committee that that whatever gets those debates and and uh, there's a there is a committee out there. They're funded by Anheuser Bush. That, that's one of the things that stuck out to me in the last debates when I was like, really, really. I can't wait till the day a weed company can be like, hey, this, uh, uh, whatever. Yep. <laughs> That's you one know? of the reasons why I'm trying to make a very, like, um, you can't have a weed company sound like a weed company. So I'm going to call it Brax Agricultural Management. We're just uh, an agricultural manager. That's all. Just a good old fashioned farm company. Yeah, but it takes away, I think, from the culture, which you, you again, you're, you're you're deadening it. You're 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 making things numb, and 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 we we just want equity. We we want equality. We don't want to dumb it down, even though it seems like people are things are dumbed down. It's it's what's dumbed down is what's popular already. Yeah, it's pretty It'd bad. So you, what, this is Miggy's final thoughts on another classic episode of Cannabis Legalization News. Uh, any any parting words, Miggy, that you think that the viewers and the, the listeners at home need to hear about cannabis? I would say uh, your vote counts and everything counts. Uh, 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 you know, that's that's it. Get out there and, you know, no one belongs to jail for plant. This is, it's all redundant. I, I, I don't ever have an elevator pitch because... That's the moment you really want to break down crying because this thing is so effed up and it's so egregious and so, so hard to put in words that, hey, there's this horrendous thing. People are losing time, time that's never been made up. You know, Lance mm -hmm. lost, didn't get to see his daughter graduate high school, didn't get to see her, his daughter uh, uh, graduate college. Like, I couldn't imagine missing these things on, on my kids' lives. You know, the, the, the first grandkid or whatever happens next, you know, these life events these guys mm -hmm. are losing on women are. men yeah americans americans sucks well you know we did it we spent another wonderful hour and uh, if you guys need anything about getting into the cannabis industry head on over to cannabisindustrylawyer.com and get in touch with us a uh, big shout out to all the members because they uh, really go to do uh, help us you know come back and we get shekels like about 200 dollars a month uh, and then, you know, Wednesday, I think we should do the news. On Sunday, maybe we would try to do the guests because people keep trying to come on the show, as opposed to the one like last week. Screw that guy. But then, like, you know, uh, other people like Chad, we can get Chad on the show and do the same type of thing where yeah. we can talk about uh, cannabis cultivation and growing. Yeah. Hit us up. Even send me an email. Say hi. Go to Discord. Oh, where's the Discord? Go to the Discord. Plug the Discord. Yeah. Oh, wrong one. Okay. Yeah. Well, stick with us while he plugs the Discord for just a minute. Plugging the Discord yet? No, because I got it to the music. Ah, okay. no, it's actually booting up. <laughs> I got the share thingy. Ah, invite people, 
So this link, I want to make it so it never expires. So if you're watching this video in 2020,000 billion, you can hopefully use it and we'll be dead, but you know. Yep. Hopefully the future is not the barren the dystopian thing that I was promised with robots and lasers. Hopefully it's a lot more fun than that. We'll find well, out. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so pandemics don't have zombies, so I mean, I'm a little disappointed uh, already. Well, Shout out to the members. See you next time, everybody. <laughs> Where are the zombies? The zombies are still coming. You have to wait until 2027. That's the earliest they can conceivably be here. Oh, my goodness. Where's legalization?